Let's have a look at a set of results from a South African company. It's not a JSE-listed company, but it used to be. The company's name is African Bank, and I haven't covered African Bank for many years, and now I'm going to put that right, because on the telephone now, on the occasion of African Bank's year-end results to the end of September, is Basani Maluleke. Basani, let me have a quick look at the numbers, or rather, I'll read the numbers out first, and then I want you to go give me a little bit of background. But the numbers, first of all, very impressive as well. Operating profit for the year, up 29% to one45 Five three million ROE improving from nine percent to ten point six percent. Savings and investments increased two hundred and twenty five percent. Cash balances come in at eight point two billion, and equity tier one ratio of thirty one and a half percent for the African Bank Limited Group, and that's from thirty four point nine percent. Now, Basani, we'll go through the numbers, but can you give us a brief history of what's happened since the the bad days when the company left the JSC? Yes, um, and, and in a significant amount has happened, as you can imagine, for us to be able to achieve the results that we have achieved. And I think the, the key things were around ensuring that we tighten our risk appetite so that we're able to lend to customers who better suit the risk profile we're looking for. And, and over, over the period of the last two and a half years since coming out of curatorship, we have intermittently adjusted um, our, our credit policy to ensure that we lend within the risk appetite that has been approved by our board. And you can see that coming out in the credit loss ratio there, which has consistently improved since 2016. The second thing that we needed to do was to diversify away from only the lending business. And that's playing out at the moment in terms of the 200% increase that you're seeing on the, on the savings investment book. Um, and as you can imagine, the fact that we have now achieved 1.1 billion rand of investment as of September 2018 definitely speaks to an organization that is growing in credibility with a larger number of consumers in South Africa as opposed to only with the base that we have traditionally lent to. But the next thing that we had to do was also to right-size our balance sheet. So when the bank was, was brought out of curatorship in 2016, it was capitalized with cash of 10 billion rand by our shareholders. And so as a result, we had a balance sheet that, that is very cash-rich um, and has incurred a lot of negative carry as a result. So we've done a lot of liabilities buybacks over the last two and a half years to right-size our balance sheet and to make sure that we, we don't incur unnecessary costs. In our income so and that, those are really the things that have resulted in us being able to achieve the results. Yeah. So is it fair to say that since coming out of curatorship, this is not just a rehabilitation exercise anymore? This is a going concern and getting stronger? Absolutely. And the fact that with every reporting cycle, we are showing an organization that is becoming increasingly more profitable, that is gaining a lot more traction with the strategy, that is, as you would have seen in the numbers as well, 34% of the customers who come into our bank today are new to bank customers. And again, that speaks to a growing concern. Yes, indeed. It must be a very competitive space as well. Obviously, uh, banks like Capitec benefited from the demise of African Bank all those years ago. But it just seems to me that with that bank doing so well and you doing, I don't know if your business model is the same, maybe we'll come to that with your new product called My World. But certainly, you're looking at the same sort of customer now and potentially in the future. So it, it tells me that things aren't quite as bad at the, in the lower to middle income sector of the South African economy than people make out. No, it absolutely isn't. But, you know, Lindsay, I think also when we segment the lower end of the market, it's actually a pretty significant part of the market. You know, it's the, I think the, the vast majority, in fact, of consumers fall, within, fall into that space. As a result, there is a lot of space for multiple players to, to be profitable and to operate successfully in that space. And it, it is a very competitive space because all the banks, in fact, 
um, operate in this space. Again, remind people that haven't heard, on, certainly on my show, about African Bank for many years. Who are your shareholders now? Who, who, who owns African Bank, if I can put it crudely? Absolutely. We have some reluctant shareholders in the form of the Reserve Bank and the, and the Six Banks. So collectively, uh, well, um, independently, the, the Reserve Bank owns 50% of our equity, the Six Banks. The Six Banks would include the four big banks as well as Investec and Capitec. They collectively hold 25% and the balance of 25% is held by the PIC. Right, we'll talk about the future after we've had an, another look at the numbers. And actually, you know what I want to do? I want to see what you're trying to do with my world so I can get an idea of what African Bank is going to do. Clearly, you want more deposits rather than disbursements, if you see what I mean. I do, absolutely. We, we absolutely are focused on reducing our cost of funds. So as you can imagine, having wholesale funding will be predominantly wholesale funded means that we do have a higher cost of capital. And we realize that having a higher deposit base means that we're able to reduce our cost of funding. You may also have picked up in the presentation that we want to diversify um, our funding such that 25% of our funding comes from retail deposits. So currently we're sitting at about 5%, but we definitely have some way to go on that score. Transactional banking also means that we're able to get a lot more customers onto our book. Um, and the value of having a lot more customers is the opportunity to understand their behavior, which will help us to drive our credit and our lending business better. But also, it, it also helps us to cross-sell to that base once we understand their behavior and to develop products that are relevant to the various markets that we serve. Mm. So when someone walks into African Bank, typically on a Monday morning, having just got a job or something like that, what, what type of person is walking into that branch and wants to know exactly what African Bank can offer? So there's a pretty big spread. Um, so we definitely serve a lot of government employees, um, and we have found that they, they they tend to have a lower risk profile than other customers. So these would be policemen or nurses and uh, and and and, and, the um, and then we also have you know I suppose the cross the, the base um, of consumers in South Africa, but we typically target people who are salaried. Um, and people who we do perceive to be of a, of a suitable risk for us to lend to. So lower risk than the, than previous the previous business model before the the, the bank went under. Been, yeah. Um, the other thing is, I've heard um, very very glamorous numbers that you're being offered if if someone comes in with a decent amount of money, let's say a hundred thousand rand. It was a stockbroker that told me this this morning. He said, if you walk in, Lindsay, to African Bank now with a hundred thousand, you'll get ten point six five percent. And I just thought that it seemed a little bit too rich to me. But I mean, are you offering competitive rates compared to the rest of them? In fact, the number is ten point seven five. So we definitely are offering very, very competitive rates. And our strategy is to offer the best rates in the market across the product suite of our savings and investment products. And we, we want to do that because, again, you know, we are in the process of building a retail deposit book, and it does mean that we will have to offer the best rates in the market to be able to obtain that. We know that many of our competitors had adopted a similar strategy when they were developing their own books, and we think this is best practice to enable us to achieve our goal. Mm, exactly. I think given the fund manager's performance, uh, or rather the JSE's performance, over the, the last 11 months of 2018, I think a lot of fund managers might have done well just to come to you and uh, and then gone on holiday for a while. Um, the, the, final question, <laughs> the, the final question is a really obvious one. You said reluctant shareholders, uh, South African Reserve Bank and six banks. When are they going to be able to right. get out of it, just like the Royal Bank of Scotland, for example, was right. let go by the UK government after the crisis? Right. 
Uh, so, Lindsay, before I answer that question, I must go back to the last one because I think your comment is absolutely um, pertinent. You know, it, it, it goes into our strategy. And I absolutely would encourage a lot more asset managers or fund managers to look at the processing money with us because the 10.75% is definitely very attractive. But in addition to that, you don't even have to go into a branch to do it. You can, you can do it from the comfort of your home through our online platform, which we think is you know, definitely one of the best in the market in terms of being able to open up an application and being able to make a deposit shortly thereafter. But talking about our shareholders, and the, you know, the Reserve Bank has on occasion made the point that they are very proud of the progress that we have made as an, as an organization coming out of curatorship, but it is definitely not inappropriate for them to be both our regulator and our shareholder. And, and the key at the moment is to make sure that we do create a suitable exit for them. We have not as yet set a, a specific timeline for that exit, but it is something that we are evaluating on an ongoing basis. Will that exit be a private affair or will you one day be blowing the horn, I think that's what they do at the JSC, uh, to be relisted? That will definitely be something that the shareholders would have to approve and, and agree on. We would love at some point to be able to blow the horn, but again, it, it, uh, many different factors will have to be weighed up to make a call on what, what an appropriate exit is for each of those various shareholders. Basani, it's a good story, and no matter what happens in the future, hopefully you'll continue to grow, and hopefully your reluctant shareholders will maybe even want to hold on. We, we never know, but Basani, <laughs> thank you very much for your time. That's Basani Maluleke, who's the, C- who's the CEO of African Bank.